This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Roads, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Blake Horseman is on special assignment. Now, your guest hosts, Elise and Eric. All right, welcome back to Behind the Rose. I'm Elise Stubb. I'm standing in for Blake while he is off on his fun adventures. And with me is the actual co-host of the show, Eric. What's going on? Not too much. How was Vegas? It was great. It was it was aggressive. Oh. So, <laughs> well, that describes Vegas I in one been, word. I haven't been to Vegas since pre-pandemic, so it was uh, it was interesting to be back. It was was everything open there? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, they try to act like it isn't, but it is hundred percent. No one's wearing masks in the casinos and just full 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 throttle. I'm Sorry, a little jealous. A bit, bit nasally. Bit congested. Yeah. <laughs> got, a, got a head cold going on. Well, hopefully you didn't pick up this. anything on the way back. No, that's that all stayed there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what bacteria and viruses happen in Vegas stay in Vegas? Is that what yep. the new yep. phrase is after COVID? <laughs> I was sure living vicariously through your Instagram stories as I'm still on, you know, 24-7 puppy duty. So I just need to know one thing. Did you take at least one tequila shot for me? Uh, I did take a... Yeah, I hate tequila, and I took quite a few tequila shots. I've that never seems been to more be like, proud. That seems to be the only thing that people drink anymore. Well, you want to know something? Maybe it's because people are trying to be healthy, and I recently learned it's a probiotic. Oh, really? I don't know if that's factual, but <laughs> someone told me at a bar, and I, I'm holding up to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, probably so. There's agave in there, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> is that a probiotic? I don't know. Who has any idea? But that's the excuse I'm telling myself. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great weekend full of concerts and shows. Yeah. Good times. What's on the docket for you this week? Cause you're always traveling. uh, Not sure. It is, it is TBD. I have maybe in Phoenix Saturday through Tuesday for some more country stuff. My Um, old stomping grounds. Yes. But this is downtown Phoenix, not Scottsdale. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, hopefully, uh, which is so different. Yeah. It's, the culture of that area is completely different than Scottsdale. Yeah. I, to be honest, I like the vibe in downtown a lot better, but hopefully this trip to Arizona, if you do go, will be a little bit uh, more gentle to you guys than your last trip. Yeah, hopefully it's not. Yeah. It, well, a lot, lot of bad stuff with the weathers and tornadoes and stuff. But last time we were in Scottsdale, it was pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. I, that you was guys a were stuck in monsoon. The- yeah, the one the worst monsoon we had had that year, but you guys were stuck in a restaurant without power. 
and what my window got broken in. So I ended up even staying at a hotel. Yeah. We had to go through some back crazy way to even get to our hotel. Cause there was trees down blocking entrances and well, good news is monsoon season is over. So you should be in the clear fingers crossed, yeah. knock on and wood. It, and it's probably <laughs> the perfect weather there too. That's true. Right now. What did you do this weekend? Probably just uh puppy well, watch. <laughs> I, I got out for a little bit. Got out for a little bit and went to a restaurant with some friends that um, split their time between Denver and Scottsdale. Um, so I went out to dinner and then I checked my phone constantly because I only wanted to be gone a certain amount of time. So I promptly came back and all puppies were well, but I have, I'm starting to get what I think moms. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a mom, but what I can imagine they feel like when they are separated is you're imagining all the worst case scenarios that could be happening. Like Bruce, someone sent me on Instagram to keep my cat away from the dogs because her cat ripped the head off one of the puppies in a jealous rage. So now the whole time I was at dinner, I'm like, yeah, this is really great pasta. Also, Bruce might be committing murder. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. But he is good the news forgotten is one he did all this. Oh, good, good. <laughs> he did not commit. There was no murder tragedies at this house. Um, but I am really struggling to stay like gone for an extended amount of time because I start worrying about all the what ifs. The anxiety is real. It is. Hopefully it goes away or calms down when they get a little bit more independent. But yeah, my life is pretty boring at the moment. I did scroll through Hinge a little just to see what was out there. Yeah. And quite frankly, I mean, I have two months of sitting around, so how the hell <laughs> else am I going to meet anybody in this town? Right. <laughs> How's the, uh, speaking of, did, did anything back from Rodney since we're on kind of that topic? No, no? not a, not a DM, it? not a like on the, the little clip we put up. So my humiliation was all for the podcast with uh, no <laughs> benefits reaped beyond yeah. that. Shoot or shoot. <laughs> you know, I did my best. I did my best with what I was working with at the time. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a tequila myself and slide in the DMs one of these days. Oh, you will. <laughs> well, well, Christmas is next weekend. Blake's parents will be back. A lot of drinking will be involved in. I don't think they're going to be here for Christmas. So I think my liver is safe. Really? Yeah, I think they're all going up to uh, his family's. So oh. it might just be me and the puppies. But sure hey, get, you know, the lonely sure girl on Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> with with eight puppies. Well, I tell you, I you know, you kind of imagine as a single woman, you move to like this snowy town and you're kind of building this Hallmark Channel movie in your head. I just didn't anticipate that my holiday uh, company would be dogs and not yes. a man. <laughs> I don't know. This lifetime movie, Hallmark yeah. movie is really don't going to shit. <laughs> Except for Denver, it's definitely not a snowy town. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, snower than Scottsdale. But okay, I am like dying to talk about this episode. Yeah, let's get into it then. Okay, this so is, this is your this is your favorite one. It is. I love fantasy suites because one, it's always so awkward. And two, you could I always try to guess by like how they act the next morning, not what happened. I'm not, you know, trying to see who did the dirty, but more so who the winner is going to be. But it is not often that I am shocked by an outcome. So let's go through the dates and then we need to talk about this ending because I, I was shocked. I, I was not. What? I called it. You did. 
Yes, for I, the I, record, you were right. I was wrong, and I will well, never admit to that again. For the record, Blake was wrong. Everyone is wrong. Since our since the first episode, I said Brandon's going to be there at the end. He was an underdog. There's something for about sure. him, like. Well, let's loves, talk about his date. Yeah, well, that's where it starts, pretty much. It absolutely does. So they go horseback riding, which is um, terrifying, but cute. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on a horse myself, so he looked he looked better on a on a horse than a skateboard. So <laughs> <laughs> poor Brandon, he sure did. He did a lot better at that. Sad part is, I think he said that was his first time on a horse and had claimed that he had skateboarded. In his yeah. early years, I do have to say I had a moment um, where I related to him because my first time going overseas was on the show and he got his first passport stamp as well. So go, Brandon. We'll be right back. I have this theory And obviously on the show, you're not necessarily traveling together the entire time, but a good test for a relationship is if you could vacation together. Good test for friendship even is if you can vacation together and not want to kill each other by the end of it. For sure. So I'm happy they're traveling again. But what did you think about this date beyond the horseback riding the cute, but the night portion, I want to hear your take on it. I mean, they just... (laughs) I don't, to me, like, this is like the boring parts of the show right now because it's like all this is already established. And I feel like their connection and she, what she sees in him is beyond like real. And like when she said, he, I think she was the, was he the first one that she said, like, I'm falling in love with you? She said you? she was falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time she had said that all season so far. That I, yeah, that I know of. I do think that they did the guys a little dirty on the date. I agree with you. I didn't really get much from their night portion of the date, which is probably why I was surprised at the end. But they did the rest of the guys dirty, and they do this every season where they have them stand out and watch the fireworks or whatever else and just sit there going, okay, they're having a great time. Every season. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would just be crushing, I feel like. It is. <laughs> it's like, you know, what's go- you, know, you know what's going down at that moment. Well, I remember we were in Singapore and Kaylin was out on her date and they have this beautiful light show that happens in uh, downtown Singapore. And all of a sudden we're kind of like ushered over to the balcony of like, oh, look how beautiful it is outside. And the light show starts and all this. I'm like, cool, guys. Yeah. I'm sure they're having a great time. Do we really need to watch this? Yeah, I believe I believe Blake had that same experience in Vegas with all the boys watching from like a hotel room because he speaks about that quite a bit. One thing that she said, like with Brandon, that I took away with from the night portion was she said that she sees a future with him and that he is soulmate material. Like those are pretty big words coming. Those are pretty big words. And she also said she feels like her heart is safe with him. That's what Mm -hmm. I wrote down that I caught on because that is, I mean, that's pretty telling, especially in a situation like they're in right now where there's a lot of what ifs, are they going to get engaged? Are they going to be ready for this at the end? And for her to feel confident enough to say that she emotionally can feel safe with him, even in the weirdest, you know, dating environment ever think speaks volumes so 
all right, I'm coming on over to the Brandon side. You're right. You're right. And the next morning, like it was so laid back and fun. Like you, you said, you look at how they, they react the next morning. Like mm-hmm. they were really, they got the food fight in bed. Like it, it, it was, it was fun. Yeah. They had their serious moment and then ended it with a food fight, which I mean, why waste food? I'll take it, but it was pretty <laughs> darn cute. They yeah. do have a really good balance with each other of lightheartedness. And then he knows when to kind of be serious. Mm-hmm. And I think she picks up on that too. And you need a good balance of both. You need a friend, but you also need someone that you can have, you know, the tough conversations with. And I think Brandon gives that to her. I just didn't see it coming. But I, I still feel like there's a bit of immaturity with Brandon. Cause like what he did at the, like, and we'll get into it, but I, I think that was a big desperation move. Hey, I I'm think not he into was, football, but is Hale Mallory the right verbiage for what he yeah, did? Well, that's, that's what Nate said. So. <laughs> oh, darn. I just stole it from Nate probably and didn't realize it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was shaking in his boots a bit, but like, I want to ask you like going into like, if you were on the, the final three mm-hmm. where in the pecking order, where would you want to go? Like, Last. really? Absolutely. And so, I so have you're, you're kind of Nate. a vulgar reason for this. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear that. I want, this better be if good. I'm going to if I was in this situation, which in my real life, I don't think I'd get myself into knowingly, but I would want our evening to be the last thing on his mind before he had to go make a decision. I don't want it to be like a week prior. I want to be fresh on the brain of like how much fun we had how much you enjoyed kissing me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I, I definitely think I'd want to go, Third, I also think there's something to say, say, and even Nate kind of mentioned this um, when they were going back and forth, him and Joe about, you know, where they, or excuse me, him and Brandon later on in the episode, they're talking about what order they would want to go in. And I agree with Nate that there is a little bit of naivety, if you will, that he doesn't have to, he hasn't already experienced the overnight. So he doesn't really know how the day progresses. I'm sure they've seen the show and have an idea, but it's much different when you're on it. So he's kind of blindly sitting there all week and waiting for his turn, whereas everybody else is going, well, she had this amazing time with me. Now she's going to go do X, Y, and Z, and maybe an even more over-the-top date and experience with the next guy. So I think I'd want to be naive, and I'd want him to have certain memories in the forefront of his mind before he made any decisions. <laughs> it's the most PG way I can put it. There we go. <laughs> Maybe we can read them between the lines there. <laughs> <laughs> between the sheets, who knows? Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so this is super, super awkward too. Is like when the guy, when Brendan returns from the date, and it's just like you're sitting there and it's just like every, we all know what happened. Or what they at least are or, assuming what happened. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like that awkward silence. And that I, I love Nate's just confidence through this whole season. Like he just doesn't really, nothing faces him. Like no, he just, it, he's, it he's sure so doesn't. Confident. But I think we saw a little bit of that break later on in his date. But up until this point, yeah, mm-hmm. he's been very confident and kind of minding his business, even when some of the other guys have been a little antagonizing to him, I think, because it's clear, at least as a viewer, that he's been a front runner from 
very, very early on. Oh, yeah, from the jump. I mean, yeah. he, he took everything the first night. For, he got out the ro- the limo first, first impression rose, first kiss. Like, he had everything that first episode. Well, I'm and, sure the boys talk, you know, and kiss and tell, and they knew that. So I think he's been kind of poked and prodded, and he's kept his his cool. Yeah, and the one thing that's that's really just stood out with him to me this whole season uh, it's just like he's just always like I could care less what's going on with these other guys. He's like I'm just can't wait for my moment. Where it's yeah. like I, where you I don't think I can remember a contestant, as long as I've been watching the show, that has been just so confident in his own relationship with the lead. I I don't think I can either, and quite frankly, I would be falling apart. So I can't. I'm trying to put myself in his shoes and I can't do it because, you know, as much as people want to say like, oh, they know what they signed up for. You become so close to the people in the house that it's not even like, oh, we're openly dating people. They're spending the night with someone that at that point has become a pretty good friend to you. And that just the amount of awkwardness and jealousy that would I would feel going into it. I don't know how he's kept his cool, but you're right. He has this entire time. Yeah. His composure is just, yeah, he's just cool, calm, collective. Like, like Joe has that cool, calm, collectiveness about him, but then he is just freaking sweating bullets this whole episode. Yeah. He, 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 this was not his shiny moment. No. When Brendan was on his date, he was just all in his head. And they just sitting back kind of laughing at Joe. (laughs) Yeah, I would need a heck of a lot more Botox to pull off the, you know, calm, composed facial expressions that Nate's been giving. Yeah. But he wins. Anywho, Joe, classic date scenario for The Bachelor. And they always do this with the person that maybe isn't expressing themselves so much as they put them on a scary-ish date. I don't really find zipline scaring, but, you know, maybe he's afraid of heights because it bonds you that you do this like kind of crazy adventure together. And I thought he was hilarious just because he actually was making noise. And she even commented on that, like, Oh, I, you know, I expected you to just quietly go down like this monotone Joe that we kind of got to know this far, but he seemed to have a pretty good time. Yeah. I, and see, in my notes here, it's like from the day date to the night portion, they kept like, she kept emphasizing. She's like, Oh, this is a fun show. And I'm just still like, yeah. I don't see it. I just don't like I I don't think his his family part did any favors to him for him like no. with the communication cuz she is so open and communicative. I I just probably butchered that word. Is that the right word? We're just going to allow it. <laughs> okay. No allow it. It's fine. <laughs> Everything I'm blaming it all on I'm yeah, cutting words short. I'm stuffed up. Yeah, you're just hiding a sneeze. I get you. And even even <laughs> even just Joe's communication on this date, like that's his playfulness. It's like, damn. Yeah, I think especially for Michelle, I going think- from that energy of you know waking up in the morning, having a food fight, to someone who has one octave constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, even when they're when they're pillow talking, it's the same voice. She's. And- yeah, it's, they use this when they have real conversation. It is a little that I found that a bit awkward. The only thing that really stood out for me from their date was when she asked him about kids. Yeah. And I think his answer was beautiful. As I feel far that as was like the only what, time we've heard anything him open up at all. To me, that was the most depth I've seen. And she kept 
I think she got it out of him because the whole day, I want to go back and count how many times she said vulnerable during this date, because she kept reassuring, like, thank you for opening up. I know this is hard for you. Thank you for being vulnerable. She had to have said that minimum of five times that we saw. So I don't know how many times in real life it was said, but I think Joe has gotten this far. One, obviously he's a very good looking guy, but they still have that hometown basketball, very similar. And as far, you know, as what we heard on the date of what kind of change they want to make in the world and impacting children. I think that spoke to her, Mm -hmm. but that is all we, I mean, we just, it's like pulling teeth to get that out of him. Yeah. Like it's just, he's more of been a, a comfort blanket or a comfort piece for her. Like, I don't like, I just don't see them challenging each other, like next level in a relationship. No. When he said that like together, we could be a powerful couple. I think that they could make a powerful impact with the like children in the community. Yeah. But as far as a power couple, you need someone that is constantly pushing you. And I don't know if, if they would be that for each other, or if she'd just be constantly pushing for him to say, I love you back before she leaves her work in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) It was tough. It was tough. And I did note that she did not say that she was falling in love with him. She did not say, I love you back. And he, that was kind of my indicator that there was something different between Mm -hmm. him and Brandon. Cause she did say it to him. Yeah. Yeah the last few weeks the connection with him like it's there but yeah i just don't see it going like next level what she keeps wanting to push out of these men i think you know i wonder if i were to ask her i wonder what she would say about this because like you said he was a comfort blanket but also the unknowns after this show of what your life looks like is difficult i think that's where a lot of the relationships fall apart is they you know you have to move here and i have to uproot my life because you're meeting people from all over the country that i wonder if she kept him around this long, not just because he was a slice of home, but because it was very obvious what their life could be. There wasn't going to be a whole lot of change, at least right away, unless one of them wanted to move out of Minnesota. They could have ended this show and kind of rode off into their, into the sunset. Yeah. Sunset. Or the snowstorm, (laughs) depending on the time of year. So I I wonder if that's why. And I had asked Blake that in the beginning like when we were kind of breaking down some of the guys, like, yeah, is that a good or is that a positive or a negative? Like being from the same city as the lead. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, once it's over, you already know what you're going to fall back into. Cause you're already comfortable. Oh, I don't know how to answer it. Cause I, I don't want to go back to Alaska and live there, you know, be hard as a makeup artist. So I would definitely want to relocate, but I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining that at least on some level, there is that security in it of you can very easily picture what life would be like. And sometimes it's hard not to just fall for what's comfortable. We all stay in relationships too long because they're comfortable. Why not start one? And that's one thing with Joe. I just don't see him really wanting to be, I I feel like Joe's very content. Yeah. Could you imagine? I, I thought about this too. If they go on after the show, of course they have interviews to do. Oh, those poor people that have to conduct the interviews, they would, He'd be pulling teeth. I just imagine he'd sit there and Michelle would talk the whole time and he'd go, yeah. And kind of squeeze your hand. Yeah. Just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. Kind of like his dad did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause like, but, I, I kind of can relate to Joe. Cause like, you know, like I'm, 
I'm like pulling teeth to get stuff out of a lot of the time because I just keep to myself. But I mean, there's, I was just like, I was like, I was feeling bad for him. And I'm like kind of that, that introvert like him. If you were feeling painful watching it, that's that's all it needs to be said. Like if we got on dates, it's going to be fun. Like if I'm comfortable with you, like you're going to see a whole different side of me. But him, it's like, oh boy. I wonder if if he's like that in real life or if he just never got comfortable with the cameras being around. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've worked with a lot of like NBA athletes Mm -hmm. and basketball players are kind of built a bit differently. Hmm. Like they just, they really are just kind of chill. Just, I don't want to say like lazy, but like they're, they just kind of like are just so laid back and just, they just kind of go with the flow. Okay. We are really going on a tangent now, but my first thought when you said that was, I wonder if, if, to get to that level of like a collegiate athlete or NBA or whatever the sport might be, you're kind of missing out on some of the social stuff Mm -hmm. that makes it more comfortable to interact with people because you're constantly in the gym or doing practice or, you know, trying to achieve that. Cause I, I'm not trying to throw anyone on the bus. I kind of felt that way with Colton that might've had some different reasons for it, but when it was a little pulling teeth sometimes to get, him to open yeah. up too and it's like you you've been catered like i don't know what level you know he was on or whatever but like if i mean if you are a star or you are the you know prolific athlete in your city town you are pretty catered to and you do have a lot of people just kind of doing a lot of stuff for you so it is you, you don't learn like you have a work ethic to work your ass off at your trade right but like everything else is like it's on the back just, burner yeah and it just All right, comes well, Joe, easily. listen to so. this podcast because I think we just did a free uh, analysis on you with absolutely no training in the subject. You are welcome. We'll be right back. But it was uncomfortable. And then he goes back and it, it's even more uncomfortable. But this is where, like, Nate to me, the facade kind of broke down on his date. So let's talk about it. So he mm-hmm. did uh, the sailing. Easy, yep. breezy date. Kind of similar to what their date in Minneapolis. They went out oh, boating yeah, they with went her friends. Boarding. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole much to say except, wow, chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. Yeah. But his night portion to me out of all three was like the most like telling. Because he did really open up. He did. Because I think those other two dates, yeah, those other two dates did get in his head, but he didn't show it. He showed her. He didn't show it to the fellas. He showed it to her. He saved it for her. I do think at the night portion, his demeanor and and I was trying to watch it like you watch things of like facial reactions. Mm -hmm. And did you see the switch when she brought up your dad doesn't think that you're ready? Yeah, he because he he, yeah, that was like a. I mean, the wind, you could almost see it coming right out of him. Like, it was just a punch to the gut for him. Yeah. <laughs> Where I think for the first time he thought like, oh, I have to, I have to prove that I am actually invested in this. And yeah. go against someone that clearly loves him a lot's opinion of him, which is his father saying he's not ready. That's a pretty tough place to start from when you have to defend yourself. Yeah. And and even like we talked about this, I think last episode, like 
she is kind of like that coach and she'll like, she has such a way of like asking or phrasing questions or what she's fishing for to push it out of these men. She is and the she queen of open-ended questions. Yes. And she did that with Nate perfectly tonight with like the three questions, really. Like, I wrote it down. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> See, so it stuck out to both of us. Michelle, you yeah. need to be a life coach. Are you falling or falling in love is one thing. Being in love is another. And an engagement is an entirely other thing. What of those three are you ready for? <sighs> dun, dun, dun. And he said all three. Mm-hmm. with a from very there, shaky voice <laughs> well i mean if that's your first time as a man it's like well i'm gonna give this shit a go let's go heck first time terrified. for anyone saying yeah. i love you is scary and then you see her her non-verbals when she, she was just like lit up she's like yes there's my man and did you catch that she didn't sh- to brendan she said falling and to our man nate she's like yeah i'm in love with you i'm in love with this man she yeah. said it to him and she said it about him in her interview. That was, she it, got the reassurance she wanted. It's over for Brandon. Like my guy's done next week, but like, sweet Brandon. I, I, he's, I man, I hope they have full, I mean, don't hurt him too bad. Oh, he's going to be crushed. Crushed. Like I finally watched Blake's um, cause it's kind of been a joke between us. I never watched his like goodbye. With Becca, oh, so I finally man. watched it, and now I'm thinking our boy Brandon might might be on a similar trajectory and of like, crying into a towel in the bushes. <laughs> you'll have to look at. The, have you ever seen the like the what do they call it, Jeff or meme? Of, of Homer, of Homer going in and out of the bush. First like, thing I thought totally of, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Just with a towel wiping off his sweat. Poor guy, he's not even here to defend himself. We're making fun of him, but I won't <laughs> apologize for it. Um, the other thing too, though, if Brandon goes home next week, cause he, he just comes like you, you call the immaturity and I've kind of been referring to it as like puppy love where he's just, you can see it. It's like hearts and rainbows and Cupid and like yeah. life is perfect for him Yeah, that I just, I hope he has a good support system around him. Well, his family seemed amazing. That's true. And very, his very brother true. and yeah, like I think he'll be fine. And he's still young. Like how old is he? Through... Do you remember? I want to say he's like 24, 25. Oh, he's a baby. But I, I could be way wrong. I'm Brandon, just so that. you know, heartbreak gets easier every time. So you'll be just fine. If you can make it through this one, the rest will be a piece of cake. But we need to talk about the rose ceremony. Yes. You really, you, you weren't shocked at all, or you just so, happy that I was wrong. Brandon's 27. Oh, well, he comes off a little younger than that. Yeah, for sure. Especially, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Anyway, I can't think. <laughs> Everything's a- stuck right here. <laughs> stuck right in the sinuses. <laughs> It's not flowing. You know, I've seen some people on Instagram uh, advertising some sinus pressure remover device. I'll I'll make sure to get that swipe yeah, up can, link yeah, for can, you. Yeah, please do. And a promo code. All right. I'll do my best. Um, but then you, I just, I don't believe you. You weren't shocked a little. Even after Brandon did his little Hail Mary thing. Not I, I'm t- like going back to like Joe and his parents meeting with Michelle that lost it 
you think it was done at that point because that's not what she has been talking about what she's wanted this whole season that's at polar opposite and that just doesn't it doesn't mesh with her or her family and no i really wasn't to be honest i was i wrote shocked Shocked and ex- with and, and especially like after his date when she was like that's soulmate material for her like that's Very big true. words that is big words um what do you think the whole point of either him or production getting her to pull him her aside though when brandon pulled michelle aside i was confused i thought i'll be honest my first thought was something happened with someone in his family like he might have to leave the show or because there was no drama going on between the three guys for him to mm-hmm. like divulge to her. I had no idea what he was going to say. And I, then he kind of said nothing. No, he just said, I love you. I'm here for you pretty much. Um, I think that was just a bold desperation move of he might've thought he was going home. And he was just like, I'm just going to give this one last attempt and tell her how much I love her. But I, I think that goes to the image um, is that would that be like emotional immaturity? No, I, I don't know. I my take on it after I knew that he was going to say little to nothing was that maybe when Nate and him had that conversation about Nate going third and him going first, and just like we talked about earlier, you know, you're the first. You don't want to be forgotten a week later after two amazing dates. That maybe he just wanted to kind of put himself right back up there a bit. But it it did come across a little, I think he meant it sincerely, but it came across very immature. You're right. There's no better word for it. Because if she had sent you home, you would have had time to have that conversation with her, just like everybody does. The whole, can I walk you out? You could have said, I I'm still want to support you and all of that if I'm not the one. Yeah. Like, I'm... And I'm kind of surprised that Michelle there didn't kind of flip it on him a little bit, but I think she had just been so checked out from Joe. And a lot of sleepless nights. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got to make you blush. I was blushing the whole last episode with my rant about Rodney. It's time for me. Now I have to be a little, you know, instigator and make you blush if it's at my expense. I do. I mean, all right. So we agree to disagree that about Joe going home, but I don't even have much to say about his exit. He didn't say much of anything to her, really. No, because I think, yeah, was he just good? It's like, are you just good either way here, man? Like we saw him break down in the car um, a little bit later, and it's not like he had to, you know, start sobbing into a towel a la you know Blake but um (laughs) but for me I know that my love language is words of affirmation I need somebody that can give that to me Mm -hmm. and so I if I were in her shoes Joe would not fit the bill but I I felt bad that even at the end he couldn't just say much beyond you know thank you for this experience you know I was honest about how I felt I've grown a lot thanks bye yeah. I mean, he really is just his father, I think. Perhaps. I and hope that, that's that, not a bad thing. No, not at all. Everybody expresses themselves differently. Mm-hmm. I do think that we have seen a shift from the beginning of the show to now, 
So hopefully, I mean, everybody comes off this show and says they learn a lot about themselves, at least the people with some sense of, you know, self-reflection. Not every cast member, but the majority. And so maybe this will be his catalyst to see areas of his life that he wants to grow a little bit. Yeah. Because that would be hard for if you were always asking for reassurance from a partner. I, I would find it hard at least. Yeah. Or just like pulling teeth, just get like, hey, how was your day? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> What's going What'd on at do? work? Nothing. What you, you eat for lunch? Food. He's kind of like asking like a bratty teenager how their day is after school. You just get one word answers, even though he's not trying to be that way. That's what it reminds me of as a mom. Like, so what's going on in your life? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. What do you think about this preview? Because now that I have been 100% wrong, because I thought Joe was going to shake it up and he, he did by leaving, in my opinion, but not in the way that I anticipated. I don't, what do you make of the preview? Honestly, I didn't see it. Okay. Let me give you not watch it. the quick synopsis. We still see the clips of the mom saying, I don't think he's ready, which we assume is about Nate. And then, Oh, and then there was the one clip saying, about the immaturity thing, right? Not immature or, that she, that he thinks that he could be very jealous. possessive or jealous. Jealousy. That's what it was. That has to be Brandon. Has to be. And then at the very end, you just see, you know, the usual Miss Michelle standing on a beautiful beach and then crying and going, you know, what am I going to do? But at this point, I mean, Nate to me is a clear front runner, but I, I, I always get duped by these stupid previews. They always throw me for a loop. Right. I mean, I think that's spot on. I mean, that's, they are talking about Nate in that sense and Brandon in the other. I don't think we're wrong on that one, but, but I, if you yeah, had I just, to choose between someone not ready to commit or someone who's jealous, what would you choose? If your parents uh, said that, or, you know, someone that you cared about said that to you. In, in this fashion, mm-hmm. like in this moment and situation, jealous. Yep. Me too. Because like jealousy, you could always work on. Like you could always make someone feel comfortable. And well, and in real life, you're and probably not going to be dating one of their good friends. Exactly. Yeah, and that was that's the, I think I can't remember either. Joe and Nate said at the beginning of the show, like that was the perfect tagline for this episode was uh, "Bros becoming foes," because that's what these three were. But yeah, I would definitely deal with the jealousy type because, like in this situation, you're ready to commit. Michelle's and then in real life, commit. would you flip flop it? Um, probably. Yeah. And that's why dating on like, the bachelor you, is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not real life situations. That's like, we were talking about like States and traveling. Like that's gotta be so hard for couples. Like you, you're going on these extravagant dates. That's not real life. Like what's it going to be like going to a date at like a Olive Garden yeah, or Red Robin, you know, like yeah, getting the dollar menu because you guys just you know yeah. can barely if, afford your rent that month. I mean, I'm yeah. sure the people coming off this show probably can afford their rent, but you know what I mean. What's yeah. what's a real life Saturday Sunday look like? Yeah, and that's why, like, I've always like why couples fail and succeed. I think in this, it's like I think like if you come off the show dating, obviously I wasn't on the show. Right. Or part you of know it. enough of us, I though. Do know, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I've seen everything. 
right. heard everything. But I think like if you wanted to succeed, step away from the limelight show deals for a short period. Work on your relationship first. Make yourself exclusive. You'll get more money later because you're exclusive. More brands, deals, they all want to work with you more because you haven't done anything. Right. And be a power couple at that point. When you've had and, time to create a foundation. Yes. Off. Because if you just go off the, the show, go on the media tours, the, the like selling products, you don't have time to work on yourselves. Like relationship is probably not going to succeed long-term. Yeah. That's a good point. So if Nate does win, what does Nate do for a living? I don't know. He's, I think he's in Austin. So Austin's a big like IT city, but I don't want to speculate. Hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. Thank you. Report back next week when we talk about dun, dun, dun. The three-hour finale. He's an account executive. Well, what? I mean, that's the most generic thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But next week, it's a three-hour finale. We might uh, might not see me back next week to be determined. Yeah, I might not be here either. Eddie might just have to do this all by himself. Producer-led, we'll have the puppies and Bruce do a nice little song and chorus for everyone because <laughs> that's all they do around the house. Um, but I'm I'm actually excited to see this finale because these previews have me hooked that they're still I'm holding out for a twist because if there isn't Michelle's season might have been the easiest breeziest season ever. But it's that's not a bad I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's I not this season. I don't have any problems with this season, and I'm happy if it ends up as easy as it's been to this point. I'm happy for her. I'm just still the. The contestant in me is waiting for the shoot of yeah, all, right. I think. <laughs> and this this has been one of my favorite seasons. I think she is an incredible lead. Very I different. Think... Like Caitlin was always my favorite bachelorette because she was so herself and loud. And, you know, the Caitlin you saw on screen is very much the one you see off. But I really like Michelle, but for very different reasons. Same. I've, Caitlin for the entertainment. And Michelle for who I aspire to be when I yeah. grow up, even though and she's I'm, younger than me. And I'm, I'm I'm so looking forward to what she does with her platform. Oh, absolutely. Like the only other person I can think that's like like a Ben Higgins who's used his platform. All he wants to do is help others. Mm-hmm. And I, I see Michelle being the same person. Yeah, I'm excited to see what she does with it. I mean, it was nice you know, RIP Zach and Tasha, but seeing them, you know, work on his um, <clears throat> sobriety projects and stuff. And I think we can see a lot of good kid charity events in Michelle's future. Mm-hmm. So I think she'll bring awareness to things that she's so clearly, you know, her heart is completely invested in and cares about. So we will see, and we'll see who's going to be here next week hosting this thing. Yeah, probably maybe all three of us. Maybe I'll have to catch Blake up on what's been happening. Right. Yeah. He has no clue. He's no going to be clue. so shocked that Brandon is, <laughs> is, is still up the, too. Yeah. Well, that, well, then we agree on something. It might actually be interesting to just have him watch the finale and none of the episodes prior to it that he missed. That just pop up and he's like, he's still here. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate everyone having me and listening to me in place of Blake for a while 
And thanks for letting me do the past couple episodes with you, Eric. Oh, it's been a blast. We'll have to make this a routine now since you were roommates there and you're there anyway. I'm here anyway. So I'll just, or I'll be kind of like the person in the other room that's just shouting their opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you can just hear it slightly in the background if the mic picks it up. But oh, I appreciate it, it. And maybe we'll see you next week. Maybe we won't, but someone will be here talking about the finale. For sure. All right. Talk to you soon. See y'all. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.